Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen. You can be seated. God is so good. Can already feel the presence of God in here tonight. I love it. So tonight, I just want to share some thoughts with you guys, and we're just going to pretend like we're all just sitting around on our patio with a glass of lemonade and just chatting friend to friend tonight. So with that being said, how many of you guys have ever had somebody give you their opinion about something, and then you acted on the opinion that you heard? Am I the only one? Okay. People have opinions, right, that they share with us, thoughts about situations or whatever. So with that, sometimes comes people who seem to know it all. I mean, they know it all. They, you can have a conversation with them about anything. They've been there, done that, know that. Um, you know, there's a gentleman that we used to know and I'm telling you, that guy knew everything there was to know about everything. There was nothing that he didn't know, so he thought. So again, there's some people that won't hesitate for one minute to share with you their opinion. So you would think for all the knowledge that they have, they would be old because don't we usually associate wisdom with people who are up in years, but that's not necessarily true. Sometimes there's young people who seem to know it all. So sometimes it leaves you scratching your head and you're like, man, you're so young. How do you know so much? How, when did you become so wise overnight? Right? They're a scholar in every topic of conversation that you can have. So Interestingly enough, these people are very quick to give you their opinion. But one thing I want to share with you guys tonight, and I hope this is what you remember, don't be bothered by people with an opinion when you have an experience. Debbie Downer is giving you her opinion. Gossiping Gertrude Faithless Frank and Negative Nellie all have an opinion. But I would rather surround myself with caring Carla, positive Polly, full of faith Fran, encouraging Emma, or inspiring Irene. I would not take someone telling me advice from someone telling me the very best diet plan if they were overweight. I would, however, Consider the advice of someone who had lost weight and kept it off for over a year. I would not take financial advice from someone who's broke and spends every penny that they earn and is in debt up to their eyeballs. I would rather listen to someone who is financially stable, someone who's living on a budget, saving money, spending wisely, out of debt, Paying cash instead of credit has a financial plan for their future as, and is intentional about earning and investing. 
I would not take advice about how to raise children from someone who never had children. I would, however, listen to someone giving advice who has been successful at raising upstanding little citizens. I would not listen to the opinions of people who would like to give marriage counseling when they themselves have never been married. I would take advice from a couple who's been happily married. Notice I say happily married for 50 plus years. If you are miserable in a relationship, no thank you. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I do not listen to the opinions of those standing on the sidelines who have never experienced the Acts 2.38 salvation, repentance, baptism in Jesus' name plan and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I would trust the advisement of a surgeon that had performed multiple surgeries of a certain kind over a new doctor just starting his career. What does all this mean? And what it means is I am more apt to listen to someone with experience versus someone with just an opinion. And you're entitled to your opinion, but that is your interpretation of the situation, not necessarily based on fact, knowledge, or experience. So I do not listen to people who have their interpretation of the Bible and think that God has worked out a special plan for them. They believe that only certain parts of the Bible pertain to them, and God's just kind of worked that out for me. Well, the last time I checked, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says exemptions for Elaine, anywhere in there. And I think if we were all being honest, we would all say we don't see a chapter in the Bible that says exemptions for Bianca, exemptions for Courtney, exemptions for Ralph, Linda, whoever. No, there is no exemptions. We're all held to the same standard, okay? So there is no special deals. And the important thing here is that you should care what God's word says and what he says. And that's how you're going to be judged. Not by what Aunt Susie said, Mom said, Dad said. Mom, Dad, Susie, bless their hearts. They're doing the best they can. But I'm sorry, nobody stacks up to God. Not even close. Right? We're all held to the same standard. So whose report will we believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. So one of the things that I just want to share with you tonight is... You know, in the Bible, there's several different examples of people who had an opinion about a situation. But guess what? They weren't living the experience. So it was easy for them to say something, but they weren't living the experience. So let's talk about Job and if you read the, the book of Job, you'll know the whole story, and you guys have heard it many times, but I just want to focus on a couple scriptures jumping around in Job. So Job chapter 1 verse 20 says, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. Now, Job was in a bad situation, but he chose to worship 
even when things looked really bad. He lost everything. He was afflicted. And he chose to worship. That's something to think about, okay? And verse 21 of chapter 1 says, um, and naked and said, naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gives, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then um, verse 22, in all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Now, in Job chapter 2, verse number 9, we see somebody that shows up with an opinion. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish woman speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. She wasn't living the experience Job was. Verse 11 says, now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one of them from his own place. And then they name all the places, and I'm not going to even try to pronounce them. For they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. What wonderful friends. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and wept. And they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights. And none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Sometimes the answer is to say nothing at all. Sometimes people don't need your opinion solicited or unsolicited advice. Sometimes people just need you to just be there for them. Sometimes they just want somebody to listen or maybe not say anything at all. We're going to just sit here in silence, but I'm here for you. I got you. You'll get through this. I'm praying for you, but there is nothing to say. Okay, so that's one thing. Another example is we find in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 12 through 23. Um, this is another time where someone has an opinion. Um, the Ark of the Covenant was finally coming home after being gone for so long, and it was highly anticipated this joyous occasion. As it approached the city, King David and all the people rejoiced, shouted, and played musical instruments. The Bible said David danced before the Lord with all his might. Can you imagine what that must have looked like? All his might. The king was so excited about the ark coming home that he danced and leaped in the streets with the people. Well, when Michal, the daughter of Saul, his wife, saw him do these things, she despised him in her heart. Hmm. I wonder why. She was a little embarrassed, maybe. Well, shame on her, because he was worshiping the Lord. 
Later when he came home, she basically told him that he made a fool of himself in front of the people and that they would no longer respect him because of it. And his response, not scripturally speaking, but in so many words, if you think that was wrong, sister, you haven't seen anything yet. Okay? Because of the way that Michal reacted to King David's praise and excitement that the ark was finally in its rightful place, she would never be able to have children until the day that she died. So if you see somebody worshiping and praising God, honey, you better just jump on the bandwagon and praise and worship with them, but you better not have anything to say about it, right? No, because all glory goes to God, and it's your (laughs) praise, your worship, and humility to God, right? So just remember, people will have opinions, but they don't really matter because they're not living it, you are. You know, and another example, uh, when you're sick, right, people who are taking care of you always say, now, you know, make sure you eat. Now, come on, you really need to drink something. And you're just feeling, ugh, I don't even want to think about a drink of anything right now. I don't even want to think about, oh, food? Oh, well, come on, just a little bit. No, you don't understand what I'm feeling right now. They have an opinion because they're not living your experience. So again, people could be coming from a good place, wanting the best for you, of course, and we know that. Stay hydrated, you need to eat to get your strength, whatever, whatever. But just remember that people can have an opinion, but you have the experience. Don't let anybody tell you your experience with God isn't real. And you know, I've always said so many times, you came too late to tell me God's not real because I've already experienced him for myself, right? Once you have experienced the Holy Ghost and the power and the presence of God, I'm sorry, honey, no, no, it's real. And I know it because I've experienced it. It's not hearsay, it's not somebody else telling me their experience, I've experienced it for myself. Just like miraculous healing, you cannot tell me God does not heal miraculously. I am a living testament to that. Yes, he does, and I know he can, and I know he will. So again, you came a little too late to tell me, oh, that was just back in Bible times. He doesn't do that today. Wrong. He does. So again, just again, don't be so consumed in people's opinions. As I've always said, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you or me. The only thing that matters is what God thinks about us. And we only need to measure ourselves up to the word of God. I'm not going to listen to Johnny. I'm not going to listen to Susie. What does the word of God say? That's what I'm going to do and nothing else. Everybody has an opinion. Bless their hearts. Love you, but nah, I don't think so. Okay? So just remember that. I just want you guys to remember that, you know, you have the experience, so the opinions of people don't even matter.
God bless you. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.